Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Inside the Mirror. As always, I'm your host, Kyle David. And today, I have a special guest, a man I really respect and I love deeply. This is my uncle, Kevin David Smith. We share the same middle name. Uncle Kevin, what's up? Good morning, or good afternoon, or good day, day, as it were. Hello. How are you? How are you? I am remarkable. Who are you? Introduce yourself to these. uh, From the Comquat Festival recently. Um, So, friends and neighbors and those who don't know me dogs and cats. Dogs and cats. (laughs) Raining, living together, just craziness. Um, So, yes, my name is Kevin David Smith. Nice middle name. It is a nice middle name. Nice initials. KDA, I like this. So, <laughs> yes, and I am your uncle. That is true. Facts. Most of your life. In fact, all of it, as a matter of fact. That's interesting. And uh, you were actually at, at my wedding when you were six months old. I don't remember that. You don't? Really? But I believe you. You were there. You were. I believe you. You were know, just kind of you know, hanging out. Just scurrying around. You know, checking out the girls. It's all good. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that. So, so Who are yeah. you? What do you do? What do I do? Um, what makes you you? What makes me me? Oh, that's a deep question. Maybe start with who you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, do you do? what what I am and what I do. So, I am a uh, I am a consultant for Fortune 500 companies. I travel the country, sometimes outside the country, um, and I go fix problems and deal with whatever the issue is of the day. You're a fireman. You're a technology fire, fireman. I'm a firefighter. I always have been. Yes. You're like, an IT fire guy. It. I'm an IT fire guy. Yes. So we light fires because I am a pyromaniac <laughs> as well. But anyway. So you light fires and put them out to keep you employed. Something like that. Um, not too many. No, we don't. We don't typically cause them. Usually, we get called when they have already broken everything and they've tried to fix it and it's fallen on the floor again and again. <laughs> And they've thrown people out, and they go, well, send Kevin. <laughs> he sounds like a good guy. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, you know, here's why I'm here. Here's what I'm going to do. Now, do you have any questions? <laughs> let's what, get this straight. What, let's cut to the chase. What What got you into technology? Because you've always been a tech guy. <laughs> Since I can remember, you've been a I computer been... tech guy. You always had the newest tech. You always wearing an earpiece before anybody else was. You're the tech guy of the family. What got yeah. you into tech? Like what? What interests you about it? Um, or where did well, it begin? Go for it, that. it began in a galaxy far, far away, uh, Alaska, <laughs> and it is far, far away. I live in Florida, so it's like six thousand miles. That's a far ways. Yeah, it's a change of pace. The weather's you know a little different, but no. So when I was in high school, um, I one of my my math teacher, Mrs. Lee, was approached by whoever approached her. And they gave her four Apple IIs, not Apple II Cs, not Apple II Es, not Commodore, whatever. So with these, IIs. this was the second Apple computer ever. Yeah, basically. That's um, cool. Before the Macintosh, before any of that stuff. That's cool. Um, in fact, it did not have a hard drive. It did not have a floppy drive. If you wanted to save your code, you had to copy it to a cassette tape out the serial port. What's so a cassette old, tape? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> It's that thing that came after eight-track tapes. So you know, most of these people don't even know what an eight-track is. If you do, there were, kudos there were eight, to you. There were eight tracks, but there only were four channels. Um, so I'm guessing it was left and right on each of the four channels. So you had four different sets you could go through, and it was basically an album. So instead of flipping an album over, clicking a set tape over, it would just play through and just continue to play. Um, so for those of you in the audience who remember what an eight-track is, there's your education on eight-track. There should be a van involved with some shag carpet and an eight-track <laughs> tape, you know, with Captain America, Janis Joplin. Yeah, Peter Peter Hendricks, 
Peter Tosh, Jimi Hendrix, whatever. <laughs> Peter Hendrix. One of those old hippie guys. One of those guys. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. So, Mrs. Lee. So, Mrs. Lee was approached with four computers and asked to see if they could teach programming to high school students. Really? So, she came to me as her, I was a teacher's assistant in teaching remedial math, you know, um, and basically using, you know, computers to do that. So, mm-hmm. and I was interested. So, she came to me and said, would you be interested in, you know, being in my class? Oh, yes, Mrs. Lee, that'd be cool, you know. Uh, I was kind of a geek back then. I was the AV guy. I took, made, you know, ran the film projector or whatever in, in elementary school, you know, whatever. So you're always into it. I've always been into technology of some sort. Right. Um, and, you know, I was curious how it worked, what it did. So, you know, I took my first radio apart when I was about seven. Uh, did you put it back together? Well, I tried. Did you succeed? No. <laughs> not you know the, what? Not the first one, no. There you go, people. There's a good <laughs> life lesson right away. If you fail, try, try again. Yeah. People give up too quickly. Yes. Anyways. Yes. Yeah, I, I tend to not give up too quickly. I know. Most times. But, you know, hey, you never know. So, yeah, so uh, that's how I got it. So I started writing code. That was uh, 1979. How did you learn to write code? Did you start? That was the class. Oh, that was the class. That was the class. So, oh, okay. Uh, okay. So the next year, they taught the exact same thing to elementary school kids. Really? Really. So Alaska is up there in the education well i didn't I, even learn to code no one taught me to code so this well this was you know it was an experimental class oh in, okay in, that makes in sense. the late 70s they're trying to roll out these computers yeah to well, students. To, yeah well it's, the idea was to see you know a can we teach you, you have people programming i mean even 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 dad your grandfather um he did he coded uh-huh. back in, of course they were doing it with cables right <laughs> right switching the cables switching out, switching cables and, and plugging cables into a patch board ancient. and that's how you that's how you program things. Oh, ancient. so you know after that i learned punch cards so those of you who have any clue as that is what they're called now is called a bookmark um because <laughs> that's all they're good for anymore bookmarks but, on your computer no there's actually they were physical cards oh so every instruction had its own remember card. you're talking to us us I young know. people yeah, well so <laughs> so a card so those so if there's anybody in the audience that's over I guess 50, maybe. Uh, you might know what a punch card is. Anyway, um, so they had you had decks. You had stacks. It was just like a stack of cards, right? Except there was hundreds and thousands of them, possibly. So you only dropped your deck one time. <laughs> no one's trying everywhere. to put back together a and thousand cards. And then you try to have to put figure back up. So you had to basically number them. And what you would do is you'd get when you get them in order, mm-hmm. you'd basically take a magic marker and run a diagonal line across it ah, so you could see how they lined up, and that's fair. how you line them up. Right. So anyway. That so was, they taught you very to code... School. In the class? Yeah. So the class was, you, you, we, we learned and how to And you're in what grade again, remind me? Mm, 79, so that would have been, I guess, 11th grade, maybe? So you're in 11th junior, grade, junior and the school. class taught you to code on these Apple IIs. Yeah, it was, we were basically writing basic. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You're popular. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so you're learning to code on the Apple II, which is literally the second Apple computer ever. Uh, first really commercial one, yeah. So, so there was no floppy drive, no, no hard drive. So. Was it the big circular ones or like oval shaped ones? No, there ones? was no drive. Oh, what? N- nothing at all. What it does just, it look like? Describe this. Well, it was, you know, it had a screen like it. your computer here. You okay. had a screen, you had yeah. a keyboard. Yeah. Right? And you had a box. Is it all one piece? No. It's all separate. It's a monitor, you know, just like now. You have, a, uh-huh. you have a box down below, you have a keyboard, and you have, you know, now you have a mouse. But it's primitive. It's very primitive. It was just a green screen. Mm-hmm. And it was just. Did lines. you even know what Apple was? Had you heard of Apple? Were you aware they're a company, what they were? Yeah, I mean, does it, you know, in the sense that. Yeah, there was a computer in front of me. I knew that was who yeah. made it. <laughs> but at, nowadays, logo. everybody Apple. But the logo oh. wasn't that. It wasn't Apple. Oh, okay. Se- I mean, it, w- it was an Apple, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't really a known entity. Yeah. Um, Microsoft really hadn't. It just was just coming into being at that point in time too. You know, so they had, you know, coming out with DOS, which was disk operating system, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so it was it was really cool because you know you had to, you write code. So when you turn the computer off, it was gone. 
Oh, there was because no, there was yeah, no permanent there's no storage. drive, there's no storage, there's no storage. So if you want, so to, that you, is that it, it needs world. to stay in your mind. So when we got the first floppy drive, about three or four months later, we actually got floppy drives. So they're 180k. We're like, wow, how do you gonna fill that up? Now your my phone, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my phone's old and uh, it's and got, what is your storage? I think there's 64 gig. Yeah, that's the mine is. And I got a, a on the on the on the on the phone itself, and I got another, I don't know, 32 gig card in it, because I t- took one from my old phone, right. slapped it in there, because there were pictures on it. <laughs> what did <laughs> you, pictures. when you learned to code, like, you're on this Apple II, you learned to code, did you, what did, what, what were you, what interested you, what sparked your interest? You're like, this is fun, well, this is Lee interesting. Well, Mrs. Lee was really pretty, so that's... Oh, really <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here is the secret. That's the reality. Uh, what got you into technology was Mrs. Lee's looks. Well, she was very pretty, pretty blonde lady, and she and she taught me <laughs> algebra because I about flunked okay. the first semester of algebra, algebra. Ugh, and I aced the gross. second semester. So algebra two was actually easy; it made sense. Math that was the last sense. algebra class I ever took. Was algebra two? Yeah. So I aced that. I got a straight A. Good for you. Took you know. I did terrible. Did B in geometry. I took trigonometry. All that in high school. Oh wow! Yeah, I never made um, that far. Good for you. Calc- I had to take calculus in college twice. Because I transferred colleges and they didn't get credit for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to take it again. Look, so I basically would show up on test day mm-hmm. and just take the test. So and I, you the, did well. The, the night before I aced it. So, so your operating system. My operating system works your, most of the time. Your physical operating system yes. is doing well. Yeah, yeah. It's always done well. Yes. Your Heart high surgery, brain surgery, all good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want any more of those. Yeah, you I'm, shouldn't. I'm, I'm good yeah, with he, that. Club. How long ago did you have brain surgery? It's, uh, six months ago. Seven months ago. And the thing's still November running well. 1st. Yeah. 36 hours, curb to curb. Gosh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. So you're so, so Mrs. Lee, you learned so Mrs. Lee was the, was the it was the impetus she to start the, that. Right. I always figured I would go into computers cuz I had done a research a few years before that mm-hmm. cuz I wanted to be an astrophysicist. Actually, that was my original What is goal. an astrophysicist for someone that's um, not aware of the term? <laughs> Kuthra Polly on the Big Bang Theory. He's <laughs> an astrophysicist. <laughs> Although I'm not quite as uh, dorky as he is, but I've had my moments. Um, I don't believe you. Yeah, we love we love Rajesh. Um, but yeah, so an astrophysicist basically deals with the stars, with space, and theories about space. And mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to be an astronaut, you know, ah. every kid. So I didn't want to be a fireman. I want to be an astronaut. I ended up being a fireman. Right. Uh, just not the one that takes out real fires, but the one that puts out right. emotional fires. Right. Uh, well, no, not really. Aren't we all well, we emotional firemen, kind of? <laughs> we have I mean, to be. technically. It's a moral imperative, especially when you have friends like we do. So, well, we all interact. We all interact with other humans. Well, between family, friends, you know. Unless you live in a cave, or an igloo I in Alaska. I haven't recently. Um, I did live in a log cabin. You when did. I was Twenty. Yeah, that was pretty cool. In actually. in Estes Park, Colorado, right? I did. Yes. Cheers to Estes Park, Colorado. That's where I went to rehab. Good place. Whoop, whoop. That's where I went to rehab, and that's where Kevin killed some animals <laughs> <laughs> the statute of limitations is passed yes so we can speak on it yes okay uh, good it was a deer and I, then, was hu- and I was hungry well you know what that's survival well, I was out of work out fitness. of money and out of food well, you had to do what you got to do <laughs> so hey I ate, I ate for five months on that deer when yeah. you got out of high school like because did so, you continue with learning about technology and like staying yeah, so up I on actually, this uh, is going to do something yeah so I'd studied that so I, I learned what an astrophysicist made after you know Income ten wise, year, ten years of college and whatever else, and I'm like, I don't know how much forty thousand dollars a year is, but it didn't sound like it was going to be enough. I, I didn't really know, but I'm like, uh, I think we got need less more. interesting. <laughs> um, so I figured I'd look at well, technology's an up and coming field because this was, you know, I was in that was in uh, seventy five, seventy six uh-huh. when I did that little research. Project. Where was pause? Where was technology in seventy five? 
Um, mostly mainframes, mm-hmm. uh, some mini computers, some departmental size computers. Personal computers yet or no? No, not no. really. Okay. No. They didn't. This this was the first round of personal. Computers. You had the the TRS eighty, uh-huh. which AKA was the Trash eighty. It was Radio Shack's version okay. of a uh, of a PC of a PC. Okay. You had Commodore that made one. Okay. Commodore sixty four. You had Apple that made one. So you had these competing products, and mm-hmm. then IBM came out with a PC. I want to say around 81, 80, mm-hmm. 81, something like that. Okay. So out of uh, Boca Raton, Florida, actually, which is mm. where I ended up working there um, why, later. Is that life. why you moved to Boca Raton? Was because that was a base of some technology? It was IB, It was an IBM headquarters for OS2, which was an operating system that IBM created uh, to compete with. It was partnered with Windows okay. at the time. So the deal was if you got in bed with Microsoft, mm-hmm. um, you were, it was good, but you were going to get screwed because Microsoft's going to take it, whatever it was, and go with it. Right. No offense, Mr. Gates. but <laughs> um, I don't think he's offended by anything. He's made enough money. So they partnered together and wrote the first OS2 version, and mm-hmm. then Windows... Microsoft took their copy of the code and went and made Windows. <laughs> so they and stole it from IBM. Well, no, it was a partnership, and they okay. took their piece, and then IBM, IBM came out made with their money OS two. Did their thing, right? And so I actually ended up working on OS two back in the early nineties, I guess. In, in the original days of its life, in the form. early days of life. So I was there for version two point oh, two point one, three point oh, and then I moved on to other software stuff like that. After mm-hmm. that. But before that, I did a whole lot of COBOL coding. So were you? Were you freelance coding? Like, what were, were you coding in All your bedroom? Long. Were you <laughs> what? What? Where were you coding? Well, that's what we called it. Yes. Um, uh-huh. No. Um, and what were you writing code for? So for your own personal in, self. So I went. I ended up going to college. Mm-hmm. I was on the nine-year undergrad plan. <laughs> um, I did eventually graduate. For those of you that don't know, school. that's not an elective plan. Like you have to elect that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't give that in the brochure. You don't sign up for they the nine-year plan. The nine-year plan no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was it was cool. I did so I did you know went to college in Colorado, mm-hmm. Fort Collins. Which Were you studying a, anything in technology? Yeah, I, I, I never changed my major in never. Nine years. No, really, it started. You out, knew what you wanted to do from the get. Yeah, you like technology, and you're yeah, like, I knew I'm it was going to be something computers. with this. So computer coding and, and programming and stuff like that was what I did. So yeah, I went to CSU for an MIS degree, Management Information Systems. Okay, they then changed the name. To computer information systems, right, which is its current form. Well, yes, in most in most universities, then in what University of Houston downtown, aka Yale by the Jail, Harvard of the Bayou, um, they they called it business computer information systems because it really is a business degree. So you get all the finance, the accounting, the management, uh, statistics or sadistics, as we finally refer to it. And you know, so all the all the business stuff, uh, mm-hmm. as well as you know, regular rounded degree, you know, English and history and all that, right. With a Good focus, stuff. though, into technology but on yeah, the back so, end. Yeah, so I took all kinds of programming classes, uh, different mm-hmm. languages, mm-hmm. artificial intelligence programming, expert systems. Wait, hold up. Yes. Artificial intelligence programming? Yeah. So I've written What, AI, what did that I, look AI like systems. in your college days? Because <laughs> now in when people 80s, hear artificial intelligence, they, they think, think robots. robots. Yeah. Yeah. So the robots were purely virtual. They were a okay. dot on a screen figuring okay. out how not to bump into the wall. That really? Was really? Yeah. That was That simple. Was. Because it had to start somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. So there was there were so artificial intelligence has been a lot of different things to a lot mm-hmm. of different people over the years. Right. And what they think about what it is. Right. So the idea behind it is really because I think robots too. I'm yeah. Like oh yeah the robots. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to rise up. Gut yeah. Phil, they're going to kill us. Gut Phil is right. Right. Um, they're going to rise Give up. Give us fifty years, we won't exist. Um, that type of stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying these theoretical. Your job, your job will change. This is theoretical. So, yeah, so the idea behind artificial intelligence is simply artificial intelligence is better than no intelligence at all. 
Um, <laughs> I like that. I've never heard it described that way, but I like that. So the so it really be, it started out as really being decision support systems and rules based engines, which means you have a decision tree. Mm-hmm. You come upon this: is it open or closed? Mm-hmm. If it's open, you go through it. If it's not open, do you open it or do you try another one? You know, mm-hmm. so it's a series of decisions that are programmatically able to be. Um, made without a human making well, the actual decision. Well, the human sets it up, and then depending upon what the circumstances are, what mm-hmm. the inputs are, then it can take that path accordingly. It so being it's the same artificial thing. intelligence. Do yeah, it. so it's the same thing you get now in a automated phone system. Okay, you go ahead, go you know, that. Press, you know, press one for English. Why do I have to press one? I'm speaking English. Because the artificial intelligence takes one as, okay. Well, so if I you trans- push one or you know, nine for Spanish or whatever you know, right. the thing is, and then it begins to ask you a series of questions. And right. based upon your input, it then directs you to, I don't know what to do. Let me get you a representative, which right. takes you know, 15 minutes because. You know, and you that's know where the talking. artificial intelligence ended. There's no more intelligence. They can't help you. Now we have to transfer you to a person. Right. But it's that, getting that's more just, and that's more. That's one example. But, I mean, you've got robotic systems now that are AI-driven in a sense. Right. There's no, so the difference is there's no consciousness. Right, right. Um, the number of neuron connections in your brain mm-hmm. far exceeds anything in a computer currently. Now, they're getting So close. we still have the highest level operating system up here in our heads. Well, That's, let me. I think so. <laughs> but let's pause. Some days are better than others. Not everybody does have a high functioning operating system. Yeah, I, have, I don't mean I that to offend mother's. anybody, but like you know, yeah, we live days. in a weird culture, and there's not yeah. not everybody's well, system is operating that. highly. No, anyways, it's it's, it's, a, it's a con. The, but the concept is there, and so the right. human brain is an amazing machine. Thing. It is. I mean, the fact that they can go in and cut a tumor out, and I'm out the door 24 hours later and stand up and take you know ride home. Did the did the crazy. surgeon perform it with his hands, or was it a robotic? Well, thankfully, surgery. I was asleep for that, so I don't. Really so you're know. not really sure. I really don't know. You didn't well, ask that question. No, I didn't. You care. don't care didn't about care. the details. No, you're just macro fix my brain. Yeah, I was like going, well, we can get your eyesight back, but it requires brain surgery. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And he's like, well, you need to process that. I'm like, I'll process it. God's in control. I ain't got anything to do with this. Ooh. You know? Yeah, I like I like this. We've talked about this. Is that you're very good at just remaining calm, like even when crazy <laughs> things happen. Whereas me, I would be like, okay, what's the process? What's really going on? Give me all the details I need to know for my own. S-. And I think in a way that that's kind of detrimental to know for at least for certain people to know too much. You end up well, creating you anxiety. It, I'm curious, <laughs> right? You <laughs> right? should maybe go back. Oh uh, yeah, I might go back and ask you. But, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes you create more anxiety in yourself trying oh, you to do. calm the anxiety. I want more answers, but you create more anxiety because you get the answers and go. Well, or you oh, don't God. get the answers. You you haven't gotten the answers and you can't Correct. get the answers. Perhaps so. Right. You know, again, it, it's it's you, it's. Have faith. you always been that even keel? I would like to say yes. Would your families and the surrounding no. people around you? <laughs> you were not always so level headed. No, I was hot-headed, and uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm, you know, a large portion Irish. Yes, little you're Scottish, a little a, English, little a French, male. little this, that. I'm a male. You know. Intense. And, you know, I, I, it was a, as a kid, I didn't have a good reaction mechanism. You know, so, you know, yeah, you get mad, you lash out, you get angry, you know, you say things. You, you, you know, regret later. Yeah. You beat we on still the do it. We're all humans. Well, yeah, you know, I, trust me, I'm no, I'm no perfect thing. I'm just forgiven. Right. So. Oh, I like that. You have a good, you have good there's what there's I a, call it's on perspective. A it's on a bumper sticker. What? I'm forgiven? <laughs> I'm not perfect. I'm just forgiven. Oh, this is not original idea. <laughs> not original. Going back to the yes, thought of I there are no original sticker, ideas. Yeah. I think there are. I think there are too. But Especially that's, you know, when it comes that to what do, you have in the, what do you have in the kitchen and what are you making for dinner? That becomes an original idea. <laughs> it's like, well, we don't have Side that. Side note, so Kevin's a chef. <laughs> well, thank you, yes. 
I have fun with that. It's it's a. It's I've a eaten your food. You're a chef in my mind. Yes. Well, Broken K's coming soon to a theater near you. Broken K's is the concept of the restaurant that you someday would like to it's open. The, it's the current catering company. Current catering company, but future hopefully. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a restaurant somewhere. Although right. Christy thinks it ought to be a barbecue place, I'm like, well, we may have barbecue, but I mean, I want it to be fine dining. Mm-hmm. But the idea behind Broken K's is that. Everybody's broken, and we all need we all need something to help us, which is the concept of salvation, and that's you know kind of where it it appeared apparent to me when I was coming up with the name, and that and the fact that my K got broken. Your K. Yeah. So I have a big letter K. Oh yes, I've seen it. Yes, you've seen it. It's the, a physical. Yeah, it's a physical piece of art. So well, it was actually a sign. So there was a, a department store called Joskies. Joskies. Yeah, it's kind of like a Dillard's now. Okay. Or a Is it out of business by now, I assume? Uh, well, that one was, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so my mother, <laughs> being the shy and quiet woman that she was, when they yes. were taking the sign off the wall, she says, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with those letters? And she goes, he goes, we're going to throw them away. Throw Why, them you trash. Want he goes, yeah. So she took the two Ks and the two Ss uh-huh. at the Js, because my parents' name was Jim and Julia. Right. My Smith, sister's name was Kathy Smith. and Kevin with Ks. And Michael, they didn't have an M, so he got an S. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, for and, uh, for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so in in one of the move, the last move when we moved to Tampa twenty years ago, you broke the K. Well, evidently got broken. I didn't know that. I was out in the garage one day and came across it. it was go, somewhere oh, in the garage, and this I went, "K is broken." Oh man, it's, my K is broken. And I went, "Broken K's, broke, broken, broken mm. K's." Mm. Mm. How so, does that? How does the the name Broken K play into a restaurant? Like, how do you tie that? It's just a, a cool logo. It's just a cool name, cool logo. A, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know. Draws attention. Yeah. I mean, you know, Fish you City get Market in the door. is Fish Place. Yeah. You know, but, you know, Bob's Burgers is, you know, a, you know, a yeah. burger place, yeah. right? Or, you know, Fuzzy Tacos is a, a bizarre name. Very. <laughs> Great marketing. But, but, but anyway. just like Broken K, like people are like, Fuzzy's Tacos. Oh, okay. That's Let's interesting. Talk, right? Torchy's Tacos. That's interesting. Right. Broken K. What's that all about? Well, what is it? And that, right. And it brings, you know, and the idea is that it's. Curiosity. Fine dining in a casual atmosphere is the mm-hmm. concept. So. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. that. So it'll be you know, the concept. So actually, the concept came about uh, from a restaurant in Houston called Fuads, F-U-A-D-S, uh-huh. I think. What kind of food? Continental, which means uh, basically they didn't have a menu. Uh huh. They had. We have. How do you order your food? Well, that was the interesting thing. <laughs> like, can we get a menu? He goes, we don't have menus. I'm like, because can we get my wife a, there for a meal? And he's like, uh, he goes, well, we have, you know, various seafood and various uh-huh. meats and, and whatever else. And, and then how do you, you want to like prepare? And how would you like it prepared? Oh, I like that. So it's like, okay. So Nostalgic. the same thing. So now it's like, you know, so you go into a place now, you get, well, you want the fish. Well, do you want it blackened? Do you want it grilled? Mm-hmm. Do you want it, you know, fried? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want? It was the original It, it was options, that concept. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. But very free. It was, it was very cool. It was really good. And they did, you know, tableside flambe desserts and stuff. <sighs> and fire. Yeah. You know, it was a $100 dinner 30 years ago. Oh, wow. Um. Man. Which nowadays is I like don't need lunch. A, I haven't eaten a hundred dollar <laughs> dinner maybe ever in really? my life. Maybe ever in my life. I mean, I can, not that I could think of. Well, no, between yeah, the two yeah. of us, maybe yeah. me and my Tanil used to go to dinner, and that yeah. was a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's you know, it was you know, for meal for two. It just sounds like a lot now that I have no money anymore. <laughs> I mean, at one point I it's, had it's more money. Well, <laughs> now when, I have less when you money. got when you got a twenty bill, twenty dollar bill in your pocket, a hundred dollar dinner is expensive. Yeah, exactly. Um, there you go. It's all perspective, it's all like perspective. we said. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's so it's uh it's all good. So it's it's been someday, fun. if I can, I would like to be a part of Broken K's. If it's either as an investor or just someone that can I can add value, 
I would like to be helpful in that. If we live in the same city, you're welcome to. Even if we don't, or you can at some point open, open, a, open a remote one. Someday I'm going to jet set around and there you go and public speak. That's the goal. That's what I want to do. I want to public speak. Absolutely. Okay. So I'll give you my what I'm trying to do right sure. now. Tell me so, that. and these people, uh, hopefully, a lot of these people know that. Obviously, I make hip hop music. That's my love. That's what I love to do is make yeah. music. Um, and then I started this podcast because I can't stop talking. And you have the gift of gab as well. It's <laughs> genetic, folks. Genetic. If you're a smith or a crabtree, you have the <coughs> gift of gab. Most of us do. But then I want to, obviously, I want to layer this podcast on top of the music to bring value to people, but also yeah. be able to point them back to the music and just give them context on who I am. Right. And then hopefully I would like to this and the music to open doors for me to someday just go public speak. Cool. Go go do public speaking. I like well, to talk. Get, I like got, to add value great story. to people. I mean, where you've been in life and what you've been through and how you've come through that mm-hmm. and why you've come through that. And that's the first episode. Actually, is the uh, you know the uh, I'll have to listen to it when you yeah, put it up. <laughs> it'll be out next next Thursday, folks. By the time you hear this, it'll be out. But it's a story of my life in a nutshell. All right, Not cool. all the details, but but anyways, we got yeah. sidetracked. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll let's go back to technology. <laughs> we went okay. to the restaurant. I really liked that. Um, back to technology. Where were we at with technology? So we were talking about artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence, systems, right. The, ba- the beginning systems. of artificial intelligence, which you've seen, which a lot of people, not, not only so people your age, they didn't see it because they weren't involved in technology. So you're, you're a very uh, small group of people that saw the beginnings of this well, technology it, it revolution that we're so going one through. One of my professors actually worked at NASA. Uh, really? As a side job. He College professor? Yeah, Dr. Lofton. Uh, he was a, uh, I want to say he was a physics professor, actually. Um, but he was also in the computer science, which is different than computer information system. Computer science is more the internal guts. So it's the, ele- it's the, the high-end engineering and electronic stuff that happens inside the computer. I worked on the software side of things, not the hardware side And that's of still where you're at, right? Yeah, I'm still in the software, software. world. I've, I've, I've sold hardware. Um, and when I started buying my parts from the same place you could, that anybody else could, I realized that I wasn't going to make any money doing that. So Fair enough. I uh, switched back to software, which I've been doing, like I said, off and on since 79. And so you said you, you do enjoy that, too, what right? What year is this? 2019? What I is think that? So. 40 years? Gosh. Wow. So you've been, in th- you've been in the tech world for 40 years. Yeah. Specifically computer yeah. tech. Yeah. So, yeah, I took a couple years off when I was, uh, you know, figuring out what I was going to do in life, and I was about 20 or so. That's why I lived in the log cabin. But were you still... Were you I, I knew I was I knew what I was going to do. I just mm-hmm. took out. I just you left, just need a break college. from the world. Well, I took a break from college because I was wasting my money and time and effort and energy because I wasn't going to class. Man, that's uh, something I'm super I- interested in and super passionate about. Really, I've been telling a lot of people recently. You don't need to go to college if you don't know what you want to do. Do not enroll in college. It costs money, and to go take some math classes while you figure it out. Like I think <laughs> what people should do, my generation and younger, is go work in fields you're interested in. See if you like it. If you don't, go work in another field. If you don't, go work in another field. Once you find what you want to do, then you can figure out, does it require a college degree? Does it not? College is becoming, in my mind, less and less practical, less and less necessity. So you, in, in my opinion, you don't, you don't go to college to learn a skill. Okay. okay. Embellish you go to, on that. You go, you go to college to learn how to learn. Oh, because okay. public school, and I'm a product of public school. I Thank am you too. very much, Mrs. Lee. Um, Thank you, Mrs. Lee. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Lee. We're Whatever you did worked. <laughs> um, and uh, but in college, you don't. You, you will learn stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, you take your what my field of study is. So I learned a lot about COBOL programming, programming uh, some Fortran, some Pascal, um, and I branched out into other languages like Algol, which is a very <laughs> useful language. What? Where does that um, language originate from? That language originates Algol. Algol. A L G O L. 
Also, my nickname in college. That's another story. What's the country it came from? <coughs> or where it's used? Well, it, it, was, it was base. It's basically it's still used. It's in flow control meters and pipelines and things like that. So refineries, pipeline companies, oil companies. That's what manages. Is it a the, lingo or an, a no, actual, it's an actual language? No, it's an actual It's a computer language. Like you would speak a sentence in the language. No, you don't speak sentences. Oh, okay. It's in in COBOL, you can speak sentences. A computer it actually, language. It's a computer language that basically controls a device. Okay. Now, at this point, we've, we've extrapolated lang- computer languages out of that so that we have a common language that can run up against anything. Universal. And, and there's, there's integration points for those things. And that's what's been being built for the last, you know, 50 years or so. But, you know, technologies continue to grow. And when I was in college, I had you know, a professor who was working on learning programs. So programs that would learn based upon inputs and whatever else that were going on around them and in them. And, so that and was take cool. that and internalize and take that it and then, save and then, it. Yeah. And then, yeah, so they had, they had floppy disks and hard drives they could store things on. <laughs> at, that, at this point. At this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, they did it actually. And so the mainframes and stuff always did. So they've been around, I don't know, 50s maybe, something like that. Was um, that the, when was the original computer? Univac. 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 And, the, and the term bug in the, bug in the system uh-huh. actually was a bug in the system. Like there was a physical bug. Because well, they, were, they were radio tubes originally. They weren't transistors and circuits. They were actually radio tubes. So if you see like an old amplifier, like an old guitar amp, they actually have tubes in them. And, and there's, it's a different sound than the, the purely electronic versions, right? Um, but yeah, so literally it was <laughs> some bugs, so a bug, I don't... I want to say it was like a grasshopper or something. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. But that was the, the first one actually crawled in the computer to heat and whatever else and got fried. And in the process, shorted out the, 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 you know, the, bug the, the died. radio tube. Oh, yeah, the bug died. Well, he sacrificed himself for yes. a term that we still yes. have. Thank and, you, uh, Mr. Grasshopper. So we're, all, we're always looking for the bugs. Um, so, yeah, that's... That's, that's an interesting uh, learning there. I never, <laughs> I would have never thought that. That's actually why it's called a bug. This is why we're talking because yes. you know so much. <laughs> There's a lot going I've, I've on had, up I've there. See, I've seen a few things in my, uh, I know in my you few days on this earth. So. Man, that would not be a podcast. That would be an audio book for years. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And some of it might have to be in the fiction section because people wouldn't believe it's mm, true. But that's anyway. fair enough. Oh, yeah, no, it's all good. It's mm-hmm. been fun. So, so yeah, technology was... Technology continued to, to accelerate and change. And when the PC came out, that really just completely changed the dynamic. Did you grab one as soon as you could? Did you know they were coming before they actually hit the market? Well, once we once we started programming on them, I, I did, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, so they were out there. You, I could have gone out and got one then, a common, you know, a Trash 80, which was the nickname for the TRS 80, just the Trash 80. Yeah, um, we ragged on our friends who had them, but they worked. You know, they were they were they were all very basic. So it was all just green screen stuff. I mean, it's like Pong. If you look at you know video games now, there's video Pong. We had Pong. It was basically ping pong on a screen with a you know thing and. We thought that was the coolest thing in the world, right? It was and at it the was time. Cool. We spent we spent hours, you know. That, it literally was the coolest thing in the world that you had. You know, but yeah, it was fun. Simpler times. It was simpler times. Yeah, you know, we actually played outside. You know, we knew what that meant. You know, and you you basically came in when the streetlights. That's becoming a dead. You came in. You came in when the streetlights came on. You know, that was. I know. We used to play basketball. Even so, I'm 31, so I'm not super old, but. You know, we still oh, play enough. basketball yeah. till the till, like you said, so, literally till the streetlights came, street came on. Go run Whatever around done, in the field. Come. Unless, unless you heard your name, Kevin David Smith. It's like, oh, I'm in trouble now. My grandmother, yes. w- wonderful woman. My mother, yes, amazing woman. Stern. God rest her soul. Soul. <laughs> she was a character. She was everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So there's. You know, all, I that's, have a whole, that's a whole other me, right? I do. Oh, okay. Yes. Good. I, I thought you did. You, you showed me the first time we got it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it's another another realm she, of world. She is a whole other story, <laughs> literally, in a good way. In a good way. Many, but when many you good could ways. get a, a personal computer, did you grab one? Were you like, I gotta um, get one of these? Well, I, I had access to them. Oh, you I already continued, did. I continued to, to study. In fact, when I was uh, when I first went to college at eighteen, uh, I went to CSU, and I actually got part of our programming. Go time. Rams! Yes, go Rams! That's right. They are the Rams, aren't they? Yeah. They were still the Aggies then too, though. Oh, both, both the Aggies and was it, so that was what the big A on the on the yeah. mountain sides were. That was for the yeah. All the people in Fort CSU Collins Aggies. know the big A. Yeah, a, and I don't the, think a lot Aggies. of people know what that A is for. It's for the Aggies, the Colorado it's for Aggies, because it was it was an, it was an A and M agriculture and manufacturing. Was it Colorado was State A and M or was it just Colorado A and M? No, it was Colorado State. Colorado State. Been, I think it's always been Colorado State. But I don't know. Someone else who knows more history than I, I was only there. I, was, I did three semesters and went. Uh, yes. I went. Well, no, I had a, I got an apartment and. Um, I turned 20 and got my first check from Alaska for the oil, the pipeline re- re- revenues. And it uh, came two days before my Did you work on the pipeline? Birthday. Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. Were you doing was, computer work hire. there? I did, actually. I worked on uh, the reservation systems um, and basically helped set up all the, you know, so if somebody was going to travel up the pipeline to make sure that they had a bed in Pump House 7 or a Prudhoe Bay or down in Val Disease. Valdez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Val disease. Val disease. Um, and, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, they were accounted for as far as food and, and travel. And, you know, they had, a, you know, transportation to get there. And so I took care of all that. That uh, was one of the systems I worked on. And then uh, did inventory control. So I got to go to Fairbanks with my boss and take pictures of all the equipment. And the, you were 20? I was 18. 18? Mm-hmm. So you were doing stuff that 18-year-olds now, no offense, are not working on... Well, that's where we got off the subject. So this will be a wandering yeah. conversation. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin and I can just stream go of, and stream go. Stream of consciousness is what it was. That's so, why I want to do this podcast, so, to stream my consciousness. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, but the, here's the concept you may have been in about college not being important. I yeah. disagree with the statement that it's not important. Okay, fair. Timing is, is important. And I think you, you hit on that, actually, incorrectly, is that I started working when I was 12. Because I went to my dad, lovely man, love you, Pop, um, and I went, you know, hey, my friends all have new 10 speeds. I want a new bike. Mm-hmm. You know? Ooh, let's and he goes, go. and, he, like and he went, well, you got any money? And I went, well, no, you know, my allowance sucks. I, of course, I did not say that to him. Sure, but your mind said that. My mind said it now as I'm looking back. But Jimmy gets $13. Yeah, oh, 13 dude, Or whatever. Dude, I, don't know I got the, like a dollar, I think. Maybe. I don't know what the Yeah, because my tithe was, my tithe was 10 cents, which is 10%. So, you know, I put my dime in the offering plate every week, you know. And kept your 90. And kept my 90. Um, so, you know, I, you know. I didn't make, you know, I didn't have much money. I was 12. And he goes, because, well, he goes, okay, well, you figure out how to get some money and I'll pay half. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. The same thing on the He's car. teaching you morals, ethics, work ethic. Yeah. Well, he taught me a great work ethic. I mean, I, I, I'm a workaholic like he was. Yeah, um, me too. Both good it's and genetic. bad. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. definitely good There's bad. good parts of that and bad parts of that. But That's yeah, life. Just, but yeah, so I went out and I, I you know, went to uh, the grocery store, local Safeway. And I apply for a job. And the guy looks at me and goes, how old are you, kid? You're 12. And I'm like, I'm 12. And he goes, you got to be 16 to work here. I'm like, oh, okay, well, thanks. So I left there. And now, we'd moved to Alaska from Houston. Well, in Houston. Gosh, that's every a every ten Every 10 years. Oh, yeah. Houston, Texas to Alaska. Uh, yeah, we, we were freaking out. All these people wearing shorts in the summertime. What are you, crazy? The next year, we're like, you know, barefoot in shorts. It's all good. But so I went to, in Houston, you know, any... 10-year-old kid could get a paper route and throw the paper in the afternoon for his bicycle. You know, it's no big deal. I had a paper route when I was 13. Yeah. Well, so I called the newspaper, the Anchorage Times, I think it was. And I was like, can I get a paper route? You know, can I get a job? And they go, well, how old are you? (laughs) Same question. What is the people, you know? Was the answer the same? 
no. <laughs> I said, well, I'm 12. So my answer was the same. He goes, well, you have to be 14 because it could be 40 below outside and you got to throw the paper at 4 o'clock in the morning in the dark and in the snow. Okay, well, that's a little different. So I'm like, okay. So I went back to my dad. And I went, Pop, nobody will hire me. He goes, well, do you have any marketable skills? Mm. And I looked at him and I went, eh? <laughs> a what? <laughs> What's a marketable Look skill? At a he goes, what can you do? And I went, well, I don't know. I can shovel snow. I can rake leaves. I can cut wood. I can cut grass, you know. Boom. He goes, then go do that. Yes. So I started my first AFAB. You are what? Anything for there. a buck. You are uh, what my buddy Gary V would call a purebred entrepreneur. People that when they were young, you were starting little businesses. You were trying to make money. Well, yeah. I mean, we used to, we used to sell, you know, tomatoes and strawberries and, on the end of the driveway when I was like five. Really? Yeah. Now, did you I've buy them or did you just go pick them? No, we had we grew them in the backyard. Uh huh. So they were. So you ours. were flipping things at the age of twelve. Well, at the age no, I was five. Wow. <laughs> at the age of twelve, I actually had my first my first company. Your doing, first business. I was you know working. You're, neighbors, a, pure, so you're was, a purebred entrepreneur. Pretty much DNA yeah. genetically. Well, I've owned I don't know nine companies now, something like that. People need to know that. Most of them are successful, but not all. These days with Instagram, everybody can go, I'm an entrepreneur. I, well, are you or is it just you you're riding the wave? Of, right. You know, Do you like to you. put it in your Instagram that you're an entrepreneur? I hear that all the time. I see it all the time. I get people that follow me and it says, well, the guys who have, entrepreneur. You know, run, run their own you know, cleaning service. They're entrepreneurs. You know? But yeah, well, so you were doing things, you were flipping things, you just wanted, you had it in you, that's what you like to do. Well, I wanted to do something, I, w- I wanted to work, and it was, you know, a way to make money and to do stuff, and, and so, at 14, I got the paper out, I got the bike, at 14, I got the paper out, at 16, I got the job at the grocery store, at 18, I started working for the pipeline. When did you summer. get the bike? I want to know when you got the bike. Uh, within within that year. Within the same year that you wanted it? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, a, there's a, a, a testament to if you want something, go figure out a way to get it. Well, yeah, absolutely. Stop crying about absolutely, it. Yeah. We live in a culture of crying if, complaining. You know, nobody should be handing you stuff. You I know, agree not so that much. There's not a time and a place that that can happen. Sure. It does, and there's there's a good reason for that a lot of times, uh, whether it's from generosity, whether it's, you know, whatever, but you don't deserve it. In right. In fact- No one deserves so if you got So if you got what you deserved, Ooh. we would all be in deep doo-doo. Right. Right. Because so, we're all messed up. So that's the difference between, you know, to take it to that level right quick for a Go. minute is- you know, justice, mercy, and grace. Justice is what you deserve. So when you go in front of the judge, mm-hmm. you get you go, usually what you yes, deserve. Yes, Your Honor, I'm guilty. You know, I'm sorry. All right, well, your punishment is, you know, time served and $50, you know, or whatever, $500 or whatever it is. Right? Um, that's justice. You, you did something, you're, you're, getting, you're being held there accountable. There is a consequence for your action. Mercy is not getting... What you deserve. So the judge giving you less. So the judge going, I'm going to just dismiss this. First offense. Well, not even that. Just that, okay, well, no, hey, you're, you're not, you're getting mercy from the court. We're not going to throw the book at you. All right, well, that's cool. And that happens. And grace is getting what you don't deserve. Mm. So that's the whole concept behind faith in God is that God is righteous and just. So he has to basically be just that's what he is he is that is what one of the things that he is so what he does is he gives us mercy and grace by giving his son to pay the price for our sins that's the whole point of that whole concept is in accepting that by faith is that that's a gift from god we can't earn salvation that's a gift that god's given us by sacrificing his son on our behalf and that's 
not giving us, that's the mercy that we don't have to pay that price. He's paid it for us. So that's the mercy. And the grace is that he did that for us. And it's a gift that we can't earn either. It's given freely to us. And that's the whole concept behind grace and mercy and whatnot. So anyway. Cool. Another so, tangent. We got a lot. <laughs> yeah, we can roll all over the place. Um, but well, yeah, back so to the bike. Did you say when you, what year you got the bike? How old were you when you wanted the bike? 12? I was 12. It was 1975. And you got the bike within a year? Uh, it was the next spring when, when the thaw happened. And what brought you the money for that again? Cutting grass. Cutting grass. Raking leaves. Hustling. That's hustling. Cutting just firewood, being, shoveling snow, just shoveling finding driveways. ways to get money. Well, yeah, I went to my neighbors, and I, uh, you know, so I had the neighbor next door who would pay me twenty bucks to go cut the lawn at their at their duplex up the road, um, which was a lot, and I had to basically rent the lawnmower, Push more? Lawn, rent the lawnmower from my dad. <laughs> he didn't give it to me. Look, you are owed nothing. No one. I still had. I still had to nothing. cut. I still had to cut our yard. <laughs> I didn't get paid for that one. I don't think he may have paid me. I don't know. He's um, also smart for making you rent that because not just because oh, yeah. he wanted any money, but he was trying to teach you something there. Right? I mean, oh, he yeah. was trying to instill something in you by renting you out the equipment you needed to go make your money. He was giving you no yeah. free I mean, handouts. It it, you know, it's like no a, handouts. You know, Daddy, are we rich? And he would go, no, you are not. <laughs> he goes, neither am I, but you are definitely not. You are not. definitely not rich. You are 12 <laughs> is what you are. Excuse me. Yeah, so. So you got the bike within a year. So the next spring, when after the thaw, I got the bike. Yeah. And then, so when did AFAB start? Let's go to that. There. Was, that was it. Anything for a buck, yeah, is what. So if you if you look at any state website where you have all the companies' names listed, you'll find in in virtually every single state you'll find AFAB Inc., AFAB this, AFAB the other, and it's it's really funny. If there was an old TV show called Bob Newhart that was on for many years, and there was these three guys, it was. I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl. This is my other brother Daryl. Now Daryl Daryl never said anything, almost never. I think on one episode they may have said something, Um, but. He was always the spokesperson, and they were that was their their gig. You know, anything for a buck, they'll you know dig up the, the possum in the backyard, or you know go bury the body over there, or you know crawl under the thing and get the raccoons out. It didn't matter. You know? So, were you doing anything for a buck? Like, does not no, I mean, not for technically a buck, but like anything under the like you did you license this company no, like was, no, I was okay. 12 I but but you were telling <laughs> people no offense but there was no business license then now there are business licenses sure but i mean there did was, you have business cards business. were you drawing up not, a little piece of paper point. no no i just went to, I just just saying, went to the neighbors hey, and knocked on the door and said hey you know I'm, i'll do anything that's what makes some money you know do you want you can i cut your grass can i shovel the snow whatever and you know several of them said yes so. and many people said no too huh oh yeah sure yeah. you had to learn how to take no at a young age which I think sets you up for success when you learn younger. It you does. Can take it. Uh, it sets you up for, to better understand dating, especially as an entrepreneur. It doesn't really help with dating. Wait, at the, <laughs> no. <laughs> you have to learn how to say no. no. <laughs> you to take no. a no. But if you don't ask, they won't even say no. That's true. So, another thing, Pop taught me. So, yeah. So that was that was the. What was the, the weirdest thing. thing that you ever did to make some money? I can't answer that question. Okay. This time. What's the <laughs> weirdest thing that you can say you made money off of? Oh, let's see strangest thing. Done. Someone put um, you to work, or you. You took a job. You're like, this is weird. Actually, having to pack up somebody's desk and move them out. Their desk, like their yeah, office like desk? their personal belongings and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, and I didn't. What did do you that. find? I didn't do it. Oh, you I, didn't. I, I refused. Well, that's capitalism. I, I, I kind of got fired. You don't, <laughs> wait, how'd you get fired? Because I didn't do the job. I was oh, okay. And I'm like, sorry. Did I you got, start it and go? So, eh. No, I was like. That's not am something I, am I, allowed I want to do, to do this. Am I, you know, is that is that right? I mean, I I was moving for I was b- working for a I was a day laborer basically working for a 
I think it was Manpower was the company name. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I sold furniture for three days, or I tried to sell furniture. I was lousy at it. Why? Uh, I think. Uh, Why were you not good at selling furniture? You can sell anything. The only thing I so my my joke and somewhat reality is people go, well, "What do you do?" I tell them I'm a mercenary whore for hire looking for a good pimp. <laughs> um, and uh, you know we do whatever it takes. Um, but that's the most purebred entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. Um, but no, so it was. Um, I think the the best gig I got out of that was uh, painting used dumpsters. Really? Yeah, that was kind of cool. Because people would scratch them up and tag yeah, them. Yeah, they were they were beaten up. They were you know all, rusty, you know, just rusty and whatever else. And they needed a fresh coat of paint so they could be put out in front of somebody's office or whatever as they were cleaning up whatever. And they wanted to look decent. So you know, used dumpster painting. Paint. Uh, used dumpster painting. Used dumpster painting. That is that interesting. Was, that was a, a weird one. Yeah, that was cool though. I got to sit outside. Nobody bothered me. You know, they'd say, "Okay, you know, paint this one and that one." You sit out there all day and you paint, smoke a cigarette, whatever, because I smoked back in the day. Um, when did you stop smoking cigarettes? Um, well, when I uh, went in the hospital with chest pain. Um, well, that's <laughs> back, a really good reason. Back in 96. Um, and I didn't really smoke a lot. I mean, I never really smoked a lot. It, it I was smoked more cigarettes of, hard for about two to three years and then yeah. stopped. Well, I started when I was 12. <laughs> I was like, I started at 12. Man, um, that is young. Actually, well, I, no, I take that back. Yeah, I got, I got... They got busted smoking behind the garage by mom. Really? Yeah. And so did she was, make you smoke the whole pack? Well, no, but she made me smoke the broken one. Did she without really? the filter? Yeah. So it was Marlboro red. Did she break the filter off for no, you? No, it was already kind of broken. So we'll just smoke this one then. While I stand here. Oh man, you just took it and straight I, and to I the went, face. Okay. Did you throw up? No, but did I was definitely like yeah. I was You're definitely choking. <laughs> Yeah, well, so it was because the neighbor called on me because I was back behind the garage. He spotted you? Well, and the wood pile was back there. So a he, good sees, he sees smoke coming over the fence from where he knows oh, the wood pile Oh, he thought it was is. a fire. So we called my parents, my parents to go, something's on fire in your wood pile back there. Yeah, no, it's it, was, Kevin. it was just me smoking a cigarette. <laughs> He's at, on at, fire. At, you know, 11 years old or 12 years old or whatever it was. Do um, you think cigarettes were more accepted then or now? Oh, then. I then. mean, even my parents had an ashtray on the table. Really? Yeah, and they don't... And they yeah, didn't smoke, but if no, somebody comes smoke. over and won't line one it, it, In the 60s, that was not unusual. For was it because we didn't have all the information about what they, what they were, how harmful they were? No, we didn't. Right. I mean, nobody... Now nobody we're more educated. Connection. Well, no, the, the information wasn't readily available. Right. I mean, people had smoked for hundreds of years. So it kind of seemed harmless. Right. And Just, it's a, it's a well, nobody knew thing. that there was a connection because nobody ever did the research, right? So once they started in the research, now the tobacco companies may have known. In fact, right. they probably oh, did sure they because they're the ones putting the 200 plus chemicals in that bloody thing. They knew what they were doing. Just like pharmaceutical companies today. Yes. They know what they're putting in these pills. They know why that they're heavily addictive. <laughs> yeah, but I have this no idea. I have no idea what's in the 21 pills I took this morning. Um, but that's, you know, the life of a heart patient. But yeah, I'm working on that. Is that when you stopped? You went in and had some chest pains? Is that when well, you had? Well, I had, it was, yeah, the actual occurrence was something else it wasn't it wasn't my heart my heart was fine at the time but there were issues that were that were leading up to 2005 having heart surgery but i wasn't really aware of it then but i was concerned because i literally felt like andre the giant stepped you know sat down on my chest and he'd been dead for three years and did that come out of nowhere just one day you're like no it was i had it was i had i had had pneumonia or bronchitis whatever and they give me some you know bronchial dilator and inhalation like an inhaler type inhaler inhaler, thank you (laughs) inhalation i got you whatever it's a new word yeah, we'll make up new words as we go along. We did that before. We've done it, <laughs> that and, and right, we'll continue. Right, the generic country song. Anyway, we'll come back to that later. Uh, so yeah, so um, it was a bronchial So I was in the, in the hotel in North Carolina, 
there's a client up there, Blue Cross Blue Shield, actually, North Carolina. Yeah, well, they're all over the country, they're, and they're all indiv- each each state is individual. That's the one of the things that really is wrong with our insurance policy, insurance companies that you, you can't write policy across state. Although my insurance is Blue Cross Blue Shield of Texas, I live in Florida, and it used to be from Illinois because the company was headquartered there. Now the company's headquartered here, so it goes by that, which is kind of weird, but whatever. But your policy is still effective in Florida. Yes, it's effective everywhere. It is. So, so no, wherever you get it, it's effective anywhere because it's covered. But it's where you, where you're covered by and what who can write what it's. It's convoluted at best. Do you, what do you think about universal health care? I think it's a crock. You do? Oh, yeah. Well, single-payer health care with the government doing it, when has the government ever stepped in and made it better? No, that's honestly? facts. Okay? Come on, people. Pay attention to the world around you. Look at the look at the history. Look at the past. Look at what has gone on. If you don't I learn like from history, you you're destined to repeat it. Facts. And I heard somebody say this the other day. History will tell you the future. It's another way of saying history repeats itself. It does. And if you don't pay attention, it will. Right. Um, so if you don't want to repeat history, you better learn from it. Right. Um, and learning from other people's mistakes is something that... So when they universalize well. things, which has been done, it's called so communism. They, they've tried it in different Socialism. Countries. Socialism, right. communism. Where the government is control of, of, of large private sector, everything. Yeah. Whether it comes to health care or disperse, dispersion of income, the universal <laughs> basic income is another idea that's so being talked say, about. So as I used to say in Russia, you pretend to work and we'll pretend to pay you. Ooh. Did you spend some time in Russia working, did you not? I did not. Oh. My brother went to Russia. Okay, maybe that was him. My he father me, spent He brought some me a Greenpeace album too. that he bought on the black market what is Green in Peace? Moscow. Was that a band? No, Greenpeace is the group that saves the whales. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. They it's go out and they go out and try and stand, you know, run their boat between the harpoon and the and the whale, <laughs> so that they. Is that them. an effective method to save the whales? Well, um, it's a unique one to get in between the harpoon it's and like, the whale. Yeah, that harpoon is is as a gun. Once it's with, launched, you know, with, a, with a you know, it's a, har- a harpoon is a big it's ass, a big knife hook. on a stick. You know. Anyway. Wow. Anyways. Sorry. Yeah. No. Here we are. We digress again. Here we are. That's what we do. We do it well. So yeah, so yeah, that was that was that little aspect and thing. So uh, that was I the want, first couple. I want to get your opinion on this. Sure. Well, actually, can you give us like a brief or me? Maybe okay. Let me take this back. Let's start over. <laughs> can you from from where you were when you saw the first Apple II to where we're at now with technology just nuts? So, and it happened okay. fast. Like, it's what did you happen, see? Yeah. You got to summarize what what did you see or th- I guess we should do this in stages. Well, did you think we were ever going to get this wild to where <laughs> we got these computers in our pockets? Did the, did this, did the, where this thing is as strong. From as you it went is? from Apple II in your lifetime to you now have. And by the way, my phone the is not advanced. an Apple. I refuse to right. have an Apple phone. Yeah, let me say this: <laughs> Kevin doesn't have any Apple products, and I disagree with him. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. It's okay to disagree with people. Just stop hating people. There's another topic. We live in a society where people that disagree tend to. Immediately, emotionally flare up and get angry and hate the opposition for disagreeing. Yeah, that, that, that makes no sense. That's not that's not a conversation. That's 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 an ignorant censors- stance. Censorship. Yeah, ignorant censorship is what that is. Not allowing somebody else to disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, who who am I to tell you that you have to agree with my my right. point of view? Now, I may think my point of view is right. That's okay, and it may be right, and I'll probably think mine's right. And exactly, and and I and then. Agreeing to disagree is the sign of an intelligent mind. Maturity because and intelligence. Because you have to be able to have a conversation. Say that again. Agreeing to disagree is a sign of an intelligent mind. I love that. <laughs> okay. Because if, if you if you can't 
shut up long enough to listen to somebody else's point of view, mm-hmm. then you're not considering what's really out there. So we perceive things, mm-hmm. and our perceptions are sometimes wrong. Right. We perceive that somebody doesn't like us, right. or we perceive somebody does like us. Both could be wrong. They may right. not really care. They may not even know who you the are. The best way to find out is to have a conversation. But if you have the conversation, you can go. And they go, okay, you're an asshole. Go away. Right. Right. And or don't you not. think it shows, like, when you when you aren't able to have a mature um, conversation where you want to hear the other perspective, don't you think it shows kind of a lack of care, too? You don't care about that, what that person has to say because you only care about yourself and you only care about what you like and what you think is right? Well, and, and learning to it's listen. a lack of care for other humans. And learning to listen is a skill that doesn't get taught. Right. And it shows that you care. Even if you think that what everybody else is saying is total garbage, listen to them so they feel cared for. Well, Basic. I mean, when simple. You, when you start talking, you want to be listened to. Absolutely. Right? Why wouldn't the other person want to be listened to? Right. right? So that, you know, it, it it's makes called empathy. Sense. It's called empathy. Well, it, Called good manners. Right. Everything is real basic and we've complicated a lot of things. <laughs> Humans really true. tend to screw things up. Well, we are complex Since the beginning critters. of time. We are complex critters. We are. But we are uh, very high operating machines. <laughs> going back to your point. Did oh, you dude, but did you I don't, you don't amazing, think you anyway. answered the question? Did you ever think you were gonna have this crazy, insane computer that can do so much in your pocket? I remember, Did you see I that remember at the having beginning a, of tech a, a coming out? Texas Instruments calculator that could actually do functions. And that was like, and that whoa. Was really cool. But of course, when I was in school, we weren't allowed to actually use calculators. A calculator. And now everyone has, you, some of classes are required to have calculators. Right. A lot of sense. classes. Well, and, and I get that because you're, you're doing cosines and tangents and whatever else, other higher functions. That High level stuff. While you can figure out what to do, that the purpose is not to teach you that, it's to teach you how to use the formulas. Right, 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 right. Which is different. So you're running the formulas through this technology. Right. It's not you have to know which for, for but you. You have to know what formula it is. Yeah, you still have to be smart. You still have to understand what the, what is the, so the real problem is understanding what's the problem. Mm-hmm. So... I don't, I don't go out to a client and just tell them, we're going to install this product because this is what we do. Mm-hmm. I go into a client, and I'm, I may end up doing that. Just questions. Typically do, but I go in and go, you know, what's the pain point? What are you trying to accomplish? What's the goal, and what's the pain? And how can I help? Them? And once I find out what those two things are, mm-hmm. okay, how do you, how, eight, are they even related? Are you doing, going on the wrong path already? You need to change, change direction, whatever. But the other is, you know, how do we get you from where you are to where you want to be to accomplish the goal and get rid of the pain? And the pain could be cost, could be efficiency, could be, you know, ow, don't do that. You know, doctor, it hurts when I do this. Well, don't do that. Um, so, yeah. So, but the computer revolution, if you will, really hit when IBM made the PC okay. in the early 80s, like 80, 81, something like that. Um, that was not that long ago. It was almost, uh, that's going on 40 years. Right, but in the grand scheme of things. Well, we the grand scheme from, of, you know, we don't have the industrial revolution. What's a computer to? Well, we had computers. We didn't have personal computers, which okay, is what they were enough. called. PCs. Right, and they were luggables. They were the size of a suit, small suitcase right. at the time, and they had little five-inch screens on them, the, the old compacts. Um, but then when, when, when they started making clones, is what they were called, mm-hmm. they were, you know, the Korean, Japanese... Um, Taiwanese, whatever, mm-hmm. that whole Eastern, Eastern Asian uh, manufacturing world, mm-hmm. um, they started making them, and and they came out, and they were cheaper, faster, and you know you could get the same functionality, but with a lot less cost. So as the IBM salesman told me one day after his presentation was, remember IBM, you can buy better, but you can't pay more. <laughs> um, 
which I've said about Oracle and several other companies as well that I've worked with. But, you know, and they all have their own values and, and whatnot. And, there, and there's, you know, nobody ever got fired for buying Big Blue, right? Which is what IBM was called. They were a blue chip stock, mm -hmm. right? That was, that was a term back in the back day. Back in the day, right. right? So uh, I think there's still blue chip stocks, and I don't think IBM is necessarily one anymore. <laughs> I don't but, think so. Uh, but they're still a huge, you know, huge, Wait, huge that, but Is that what we would now call penny stocks? No. No? No, 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 no. Penny stocks are truly penny stocks because they cost a penny. I was reaching. Yeah, no. It's, it's not. It's, it's, I wanted to sound smart. <laughs> well, the penny stocks are a whole other realm. And, yeah, and you it's can, a real thing. You can do well. So I don't, I don't dabble in the stock Tree market. Yeah, I don't dabble in the stock market because I don't, don't you know, want to gamble with my money. I agree. I now have money I don't in go to the cryptocurrency. Casino, you know, I did play, I should deal, I dealt blackjack in high school. So. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was the bank. Because I can make more money that way. Now, was that allowed in high school? No, I didn't think so. So when the when that's the, when, considered when, gambling. When BJ, folks. the narcotics <laughs> officer, would come by, because was we that had, were you doing that to make money too? Yeah. Like were you getting paid to deal blackjack? Well, I was making. I was the bank. Uh huh. So you know, if, if you're dealing blackjack and you have five people there, one person's going to win and four people going to lose. Maybe two people going to win on an average hand. Sometimes all four are going to lose. So the bank wins. Okay. So you're, again, the the entrepreneur again, from the get. Think, think about a casino. The house always wins. Right, right, right. You were the house. I was the house. So you've been getting money So whenever, whenever BJ would come by, we'd deal her in, and we'd, you know, the money would come in, the money would go back out. Everybody would get the money back. Wouldn't, there was no, you know. <laughs> she knew what was going <laughs> Did on. Did you do this She'd at going, school? Yeah, lunch table. Really? Yeah, yeah, lunch time. Did you ever get busted? No. I mean, no. not not to stop us, no. They never did anything to no. you? No. I mean, I, you know, there's some days when I make, you know, two bucks. Some days I make five bucks. Some days I make 20 bucks. It was, you know, nickel, nickel. You enjoyed it, though, huh? Yeah. It was, You've it, it enjoyed was being a businessman, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, your whole life. Yeah. You get yeah. you get enjoyment out of doing business. Yeah, I do. I enjoy business. Yes. And, and, I, and, I, and I understand business. And I've helped other people set up businesses. Right. And, and You've that. started your own businesses. I have started several of my own businesses. I know. Um, what's, a, what's a good uh, a good piece of advice for somebody to say, coming out of college, and eh, I actually want to start a business. I don't want to go work for somebody else. What's a good piece of advice for them? A, a first-time startup entrepreneur. Expect to fail. Ooh, good. And learn everything you can. Because, so I've had businesses that were successful. I've had businesses that have failed. I learn more from the failures than I ever did from the successes. Mm -hmm. Because when success happens, it's great. Everybody's right. happy. You make right. some money. It's all right. good. When There's not you much fail, to learn from if it goes when you the way fail, you wanted it to. Right. So you don't learn anything from that. I mean, right. not really. I mean, you may learn a couple of things. You learn what, so maybe you learn what works, and that's But good. if you go, it's going to go this way, and then it goes that way. Yeah. When you go, okay, we, we expect you to go this way, and all of a sudden it takes a right turn. You go, ooh, I didn't see that coming. But then you learn, you have to learn from those things. So oh, yeah. resilience is key in entrepreneurship and business. We know this. You and I know this. But a lot of people don't. So don't, don't assume that you're going to be successful. Ever. Surround yourself with people who you trust that can advise you. Mm -hmm. and wise people. Right. Wise people. I, think I, I, th I see this a lot, and I know people specifically, that surround themselves with people that aren't wise. It's just their buddies who are also trying to do the same thing. So there's no like higher learning being involved. There's no wisdom being uh, you, you need You, need a, you need a sponsor. You need somebody who's a mentor. Someone you that's need done it. Someone who's either done it or, or at least has the knowledge of years. So, right. You know, and I have... That's an important thing, the knowledge looked, of years. Well, I've repeatedly looked at my father. So there's, there's, a, there's a concept about wisdom and gray hair going together. Right, in right. In his case, white hair. <laughs> Love you, Pop. Uh, he used to be a lot more pepper than he is salt, um, but now he's much more salt than he is pepper. But yeah. he's not a salty guy. No. He's a happy he's, man. He's a good guy. Uh, but he's also very bright. And he's I've very actually, smart. 
included him in several in some of my companies over the course of time uh-huh. and, and had him as an advisor. Just as a consultant. As a consultant, as an advisor, right. um, as a board member or whatever. I've had him as a consultant in my life. Yeah, well, and that's he's a very valuable. Consultant. He's a great life coach. He's uh, helped me a lot. As your dad is, too. He's doing he some is. cool things. So. My, I read shameless plug. Yeah. Jeff Crabtree, uh, <laughs> Living Above Average. You can get it on Amazon. Absolutely. His first book. I recommend it. I'll read it's it one day, one. too. Well, I recommend it, and I have read it. It's good. It's just I have it on my desk. 52 <laughs> life coaching tips to help you live a better life. Read one yes. a day. And I, and one I see, page. And I, I actually, I've, I've seen some of them because I, I follow him on Instagram. So I see oh, yeah. He puts them out as tweets. Yeah. Or he said he's got like, yeah. Or no, it's, in, I thought it's Instagram. Probably both. Okay. I think what I've been seeing on Instagram. My six year old father is getting up on the social media game. Yeah. Which is putting out of, videos. And yeah. I don't, I don't do any of that. I mean, I, the only reason I'm on Instagram is to follow you and your right. sister. Right. <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Shameless plug for my sister. K Crab 2 underscore. She's awesome. a big deal. Very she talented. She's awesome. Go follow her. Again, K Crab 2 underscores at the end. If you want to follow me, it's K dot David 2 underscores. Go ahead. There you go. Find me on the gram. Yes. And I, I follow Twitter because right. you know, I, I get a kick out of what Twitter's Trump says and some of the other people do. And <laughs> Twitter's great. I laugh at some of the people. I, I Twitter is a place you. for uh, social feuding. Oh, it's I, I, I get a, I don't. I've I've actually only posted one thing on Twitter. Really? I've liked several things. Yeah, I see you all day, all the time. Yeah, so I like a bunch of stuff, and it's all good. Um, if I like something, I like it. You know, uh, whether it's because you know, like Shannon Bream is a very intelligent and beautiful young lady. Um, or, what does know, she do? She's a host on Fox. Oh, okay. Fox News. Fox okay. Business. No, Fox News. Okay. Um, she's on the, the, tw- o'clock on the tweeter. Yes. She's on the tweeter. On the Tweety Bird. Oh, as, as your on brother Mike calls it. What does he call it? Uh, Twitter Facetogram. Twitter Facetogram. <laughs> <laughs> the combo yeah, of I all don't, of them. I don't do Facebook. I didn't do MySpace. No. Uh, don't, I don't do that. MySpace don't, fizzled anyway. No offense to my high school friends. I love you guys. That are all trying to get in contact with you. No, nobody is because I'm not there. You can't so find someone's not there. Yeah. Now, your father, my grandfather, recently said he keeps getting these invites to get on Facebook. And he, and this is what he said. He said, you can't get away from Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Big Brother. Because he said, I, I'm i not on Facebook. I don't want to be on it. I don't have any connection to it. And I said, Granddaddy, you live in the world with a cell phone. You have a connection to it. <laughs> you do. People yes, are so. What's happening? Is, and it keeps updating too. Yeah. Like, well, so people are sync. You can sync your contacts, as you know. You can sync your contacts to your Facebook, and then you can invite people that aren't even on there. Hey, come be on Facebook. I have contacts in my phone that I don't want to be on with Facebook. Right. right. So. right. But we live in an interesting time. Well, it is. It's, 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 it's hard changed. to fly it's really, off. It's really the changed. radar. So it used to be, you know, you had bulletin boards, mm-hmm. right? So you had the concept of a bulletin board in, in, a, in, a, in like in the quad That was school, the original internet. A real bulletin board. Yeah. And then, then you had what the, the, the internet be, became from was bulletin boards, which was you could log into a site, you could post stories, you could post questions, you could get answers, you could have forums and discussions. And, and it was, again, it was still an asynchronous as opposed to a synced Explain what asynchronous means. Asynchronous means, like, asynchronous is, is, is email. Okay. Okay. A phone call is synchronous. Uh-huh. So when you call somebody, you say something, they hear you, they reply. You reply to them. They reply to you. Go back and forth. That's the synchronous communication. Asynchronous is you send my father a text to go, Pop, I'm at the front door. And he's asleep on the couch. <laughs> so he waits. Then he so I wait when he and I sees wait. it. So I pat on the door a little later on. And eventually the next morning he sends me a text back. Oh, hey, I got your text. Um, you know, so that's asynchronous. So and that would you, be you, like you, those. It's a fire and forget. So you can send, send a message and eventually something will come back. Right. There's no, there's no acknowledgement necessary that to come back for. So, right. And that's, Versus that's a phone conversation is back and forth, back and right. forth. You're both engaged at the same time. Right. So, and, and that's kind of what, uh, when you're like FaceTime is, is a, is a synchronous communication. So email 
text messaging are asynchronous forms of communication. You send a, you can send a note to somebody and send it to somebody else, and you can communicate with multiple people, and that's really very cool. So email and, and voicemail came together, and there was a computer company called the Next Computer Company. Okay. Um, they were going to be the next. They were. And so what they did was revolutionary. Okay, what did they do? They, a, it was a black cube, and it was just cool as all get out, right? Um, but they had a graphic screen before Windows, before OS2. Okay, they were original graphics. They were, they were the ones who did the mouse and all that kind of stuff. You had email was there. I mean, we had email before on the mainframe, okay. right? So when I worked at IBM, we had what was called Profs, which is the main, a mainframe email program. So you logged into a green screen and you could, you know, send an email to whoever, your boss or whatever, and the same concept. Now, I mean, I got email on my phone. I got three email accounts on my phone, you know, um, because I can. Was there... Were the bulletin board so the bulletin boards were when the internet was first introduced to the public? It wasn't even the internet. It wasn't even the internet. I mean, it, it it became the internet, but it was a dial-up. So you you had a dial-up to dial into so this you, thing. So somebody had a server sitting there with a phone connection uh-huh. and a modem. You basically called and into you, it. And you would basically either use an acoustic coupler, which would take you take the headset or the handset of the phone. The original, not not this, but the actual one that had the the you know the earpiece and the mouthpiece on it. And you put that in an acoustic coupler. If you look at the movie War Games with Matthew Broderick, and I think Ali Sheedy is the girl. Anyway, um, that's an acoustic coupler that he uses to log in to jo- you know, and Joshua. So you put a you put an old school phone, physical phone, and and they, you, the dial tone, and then you have the computer dial so the you number, really and it would send calling. the tones. You would you would send the tones, and you'd have you know, and it would go back and forth, and it, it established communication protocol. Okay, and then you were connected. Uh huh. Uh, and when I started doing that and being able to work from home for school and, and then for work later on, um, we originally had 300 baud, which is the rate at which things goes. Which at 300 baud, it's just characters. There's no there's no graphics, so there's no pictures or nothing like that. It's just you know letters across the screen, and you could literally watch the speed of the letters as they came across the screen. Then we went to 1,200, four times faster, and started going faster. A, we B, went C, D, to e, F, 2,400, then 4,800, then 9,600, which is the current speed of a fax machine. 4,600 baud. 9,600. 9,600 baud is the speed of a fax and machine. And the original speed was what? 300. Which would be the speed of what, a snail? Comparatively, yes. So at 9,600, you know, the, so you would the see screen would just scroll. A, B. A little faster than that, but pretty a, close. Yeah, B, boom, boom, C. boom, boom. You know, just to write one it, word, just, one you sentence. Could see it right, you, you could basically, you could read a lot faster than it, than uh-huh. it was going across the screen. But so. that wasn't even the internet. No, that was that was a dial-up connection. So the uh-huh. internet wasn't an always-on thing. So you had to connect to a server somewhere to do whatever that server would do. So you you, could, you wouldn't just get, you know, so we're always connected now. Always. So, you know, my, my laptop is on, my desktop is always on. I can get on and go Anytime to Google you can and I go to any server anywhere. I don't have to do anything else to do that. I'm, I'm always, I've already got an IP address. <coughs> Excuse me. It's just on. What is, what would you, what would be in your words, uh, an accurate description of like the internet? Define what is the internet, <laughs> right? It is an evil place. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But from a tech guy's standpoint, that saw the beginning, like what is the de- what is the internet? I can't. Really I don't think even some around. of us can define what we just know. It's the internet. So we had it's we had we've always had networks. the thing so that it, connects it's, everyone. It's an interconnected series of networks. Is what it is. Right. That's really all it. Is. So, in your house, internet, interconnected you network, intranet, internet. They're used interchangeably. They're not really interchangeably, but for purposes today, they are. So you you have basically your local network is 
the router that you got from the cable company or from whoever your ISP is, right? Internet service provider. Spectrum. Spectrum for Frontier, Spectrum. whatever. I don't do Spectrum because that was Time Warner. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and my market day sucked. I have I have fiber to the house with uh, with Frontier, so that's actually pretty cool. I got 100 up, 100, 100 meg up, 100 meg down. So You lost me. Other, that's another that's language. Speed. 100 megabit, yeah. And it's another speed. It's okay. all good. I don't, even, it's, I don't even know what, fast. how to define the internet. So Yeah, so <laughs> it's, a series of, it's a series of networks that, are, that have a, a common protocol that allows you to connect with each other. Okay. So they're always on. They're always connected. Um, they're always under power. So there's... And there are millions and millions and millions of nodes around the world. What literally. is a node? A computer. Oh, okay. We have a billions, server. huh? A server, a, a, a switch. So they're all so smart switches and whatever else that allow the routing and whatnot to go through. Um, so yeah, the internet's just a whole is a whole bunch of networks. So your network, so you have a network here. So here's the interesting thing: your network here. I will I will give you a dime to a donut. Is a what? A dime to a donut. You What's mean? that? What's so that like, mean? Kind of like six and one half dozen the other. You never heard, you, know, you know what a dozen is, right? A dozen is 12. Dozen is so 12. six of one, half a dozen of the other. Oh, okay. That's the same thing kind okay. of is the okay. idea. So give you a dime or do it. Um, anyway, so the network the network, the network, addresses in my house, mm-hmm. you know, 192.168. Uh, whatever, whatever. Bling, bling, bling. Dot whatever. So it's the same all thing. All these numbers that none of us really so know what all, they are. So all, those, all, those, all the networks there are all the same. But then that network has a different address that's given to you by the ISP, and it connects to that address, and then goes out to the internet, and then it connects to any other address. So, man, we just you have you have the, the same internet. you have the same series of numbers on your network here always. In the house. Yeah, it's the same series always. Yeah, so you know if you looked up what your phone is connected to the internet at, you'll see the same thing. Uh-huh. Right, it's just a series of letters and numbers that we know. Well, it's numbers, but yeah, but so we don't know what it means. It's, We're like, eh. well, there's there's basically two hundred and fifty five, two hundred fifty six technically. Um, numbers in each of those four points. So okay. it's one number dot one number dot one number dot one number. So there's three dots. And Does four a normal numbers. human need to understand all that no. stuff? <laughs> okay, not really. I didn't think so. Um, you 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 do if you want if you want to set up your printer and always have it be the same address. Oh, okay. So the way that routers have now set up is there auto, it's called DHCP. Uh, forget what it stands for. Anyway, basically it's automatically sets up and gives you an IP address for your each, each device. So is that is that a form of artificial intelligence? No. Okay. Not really. A reaching. Yeah. Okay. But that's okay. I mean, <laughs> maybe eventually. I figure while you're here, I might as well reach. Try to get all the answers <laughs> I think sure. I don't know. Absolutely. Um, when did the when did the internet become like uh, available to the public? You can now access this thing we call the internet. What did the, the beginning stage well, even look like? You'd have like? to ask Al Gore because he invented it. Did Al Gore invent <laughs> the internet? Of course no, not. No, of course not. No. What, where did invi- that come from? Did he actually say a, he invented mil- the internet? Yeah, he actually really did. Like, does he still stick to that? Well, that and global warming, sure. Okay, is Al Gore a kook? Um, in my opinion, uh, he's not necessarily he's not a genius, right? Correct in his suggestions. What was the first like version of the internet? Like, what could you do when the internet? Okay, this thing called the internet is here. What can I do? So, really, it came about in the base, most basic vers- first versions. Probably in the '90s was when it was really beginning to come about. And who, in the so 90s, who really you still created had, the you still internet? Had, you still had bulletin boards in the 90s. Okay, that's just... Right, that was just dial-up service, you know, dial-up putting or, something out, you put something you had to connect, an you had to connect to it, right? Right. Um, and that's why we all had two phone lines. Okay. You had one for the computers and, and one for, and your one for phone. the phone, right? Um, now I have a phone line because I have an alarm system. 
and it uses the hardware. You don't it's use hardwired. it to talk to people. It's hardware. I rarely use the house phone at all. Um, it's interesting unless, that unless you still have one. Unless my mother-in-law calls, in which case I usually answer it, and she goes, oh, I didn't know you were home. Yeah. Anyway, love you. Shout out to Jerry Ann. Love you. Honey. Hi, Jerry Ann. Um, she may never hear this. <laughs> she probably won't. How old is she? Well, we'll tell her. Uh, well, she's a year younger than dad, so she 84. just turned 84. Yeah. No, she's never going to hear this, unless you show it to her. Actually, yeah, I think that's right. Um, yeah. So. so what could we, again, what could we do so when the internet became a it thing? It was messaging was the was first thing. It was just messaging. Uh, and then it became a place. Over networks, from network to network. network. We're yeah. sending so you were sending, you're sending messages, then, then you got more graphical stuff. So at first it was all basically text oriented. Then you got, you got pictures and stuff available. And then we went to more of an interactive mode. And you got you had games you could download and games you could play remotely. And then you got multiplayer games and stuff and that. Back when we could play Solitaire. And that was like. That's actually local. Oh, okay. Solitaire's on your computer. That's okay. part of the operating system, actually. It's a game that comes with it. Solitaire and mine. mine yeah, I guess there has to be no outside communication to play Solitaire. There does not have to be. Unless you're playing it on a website. Fair enough. So it was the beginning of, you know, website addresses, the www, which you used to have to specify, you don't yeah, anymore. Yeah. It's there still, yeah. but you on almost no, no website in that I'm aware of do you have to specify yeah, the www. Yeah, because I can type Google, and it will go to google.com. It does. And it's actually www.google.com, except that if you look at it, it sometimes comes up as just google.com. Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it on does. My, on my it does. does. And especially on my cell phone. But if you go to AT&T, it'll come up as www.at&t.com, you know. As an example, so that so the evolution of the internet has come pretty quickly from the '90s. Yeah, from the '90s, it was still mostly bulletin boards and dial-up stuff, and then it became a network connection around that time. So when when you got that network connection, the first one, um, that was when you really started getting. Um, so you always had cable TV, for instance, right? Yeah. Uh, but not always. I, I, say, I shouldn't say it that way. Say, so how are we doing on time there? We're doing good. <laughs> Do we need need to pause and reset? No, okay. we're good. No problems. All right, cool beans. Um, so yeah, so it, at that point you could really do anything with it. Uh, it was begin. It was the beginnings of it, and so people were experimenting with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and were then, you yeah. doing stuff with the internet when it came about? Were you messing um, with that? So in the mid nineties um, was when I really started traveling for for work on a regular basis. Like I was doing forty weeks a year on the road. Ah, that's a lot. Um, yeah, that's how, that's, how weeks in a year. that's how I've accumulated 1.5 million miles that's on so Delta. Crazy. That's actual miles. That's not credit miles. Right. That's like 4 million. That's crazy. But I got actually 1.5 million, a little over 1.5 million. So your life was lived in an airport. Um, in a hotel. If people ask me where my office was, I would say the Delta Crown Room or seat 2A, which was my favorite. Because I could see, I had, a, I had a seat in front of me, so I wasn't the bulkhead. So I had leg room in the bottom. And I could see out the window from. The window there, and I could see the guy, the plane captain, actually salute the captain. Really? When he did that, I knew we were done and we're off. Uh Uh-huh. Right? So until that happens, we're still stuck at the gate, or Uh we're still sitting on the runway waiting for somebody to power us up or whatever. So, um, yeah, I got to be funny. So I actually got to know the flight attendants on my regular flights. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, hey, (laughs) Hey, Mr. Smith. Yeah, yeah, it's quite fun. Um, But were you messing with the internet when it first came out? Were you like, I'm getting on this We weren't really on the internet, so we still had... Hard manuals, okay. Ninety-five. We still had hard manuals. I mean, it existed. Yeah. But not everybody didn't use it. It wasn't. It wasn't prolific. It existed. Um, but you know, consumers weren't on. We were just. We were just moving to the point where people were getting cell phones. Uh So I I had one. Two-way communications. We had. had, Well, we had one-way pagers Uh in the nineties, and then we got to two-way pagers, which somehow I conveniently lost mine in an airport security checkpoint. I'm not sure how that happened. 
Well, I didn't like it. Another anyway. story. <laughs> I just lost it. Sure I, don't you know. I never stories. and I never replaced it. I never reported. Never replaced it. Never replied to anybody. Anyway, so uh, so by that time I got a, I think I got a cell so phone. People are starting to get personal 90s. cell phones. Before they were hopping in the, on in the, the late internet. 90s. Um, and so cell phones weren't on the internet at that point in time. It was just a cell phone. It was a phone. Uh, it wasn't a camera. Mm-hmm. It was just a phone right. at the time. Uh, most of them. And they began adding cameras and other stuff like that as, as they got better and stronger CPUs and more memory and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this, this cell phone here has got more computing power by far than the entire Apollo launch program. Really? <laughs> yeah. And what year Pretty was amazing. the Apollo launch? Uh, Apollo launches were in the 60s. Oh, okay. And then into the 70s. So, so they were going to outer space they with, were less, going to the moon. with less power than, or with less capabilities than this cell phone right here. And the last one and the one before that too. Right. And they were going to the moon that <coughs> way. They went to the moon. They went to back. the moon. Yeah. Some people say they didn't go to the moon. They went to the moon. They've actually proved it. Have they? Yeah, so there's sure a reflector. In fact, if you watch a Big Bang Theory, you can see where they I don't even want to go into it because I, I think they went to the moon. They and went I, to the moon. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any qualms about it. Yeah. No, they, they really did go to the moon. And uh, The earth is round. We went to the moon. Chill out, people. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, it's flat. You'll fall off the edge. Well, then go keep walking. You probably deserve to fall and, off and, the edge. And to think that the guy who, you know, Magellan, who circumnavigated the earth mm-hmm. back whenever that Hundreds of years hundreds ago. Hundreds of years ago. Guys. You know, the, popu- the population believed he didn't fall that off. the Earth. You ever watch Men in Black? Of course. Okay, so Love when, he, when he first tells uh, Will Smith, Will Smith's character, uh, was it Jay? Yeah, he was Jay, the other was Kay. Um, when Kay tells Jay for the first time they're sitting outside, he goes, people used to think the Earth was flat. People used to think, you know, this and that. And he goes, and five minutes ago, you thought you were alone in the universe. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, right, just you know, like that. Until, until you know different, you right, don't, right, right. So the common th- knowledge was that there was, was flat. flat. What happens? You get the edge. Well, you're gonna fall off, right? Well, he went anyway. Disproved. He went anyway. Disproved. Yeah, disproved. Well, history um, repeats itself. And it's the cool. Earth was and flat, and that, then it was round. Yeah, the Earth was the, the Earth was the center of the universe. Right. Well, it's not. It's not. Um, it's the center of the solar system. No, it's not that either. Science is a cool um, thing if and you it, use it correctly. And if and if and what's interesting is that the more science learns, the more it actually corroborates what's in the Bible. Yeah. Which is a very cool thing. So, right. Shout out to creation.info. There you go. They're a, a really cool website. There you go. When did you hop on the internet and start fiddling around? Started really around the late 90s. And what did it look like when you started, when you got on the internet? It was a www internet, uh, internet explorer browser. Uh-huh. And what were you, what were you finding? Like what was available to the common man? <laughs> Pornography. Well, that actually is part of the rise of the internet, I think. Right. Truly is, I really uh, do believe that. Uh, it really is. Of course. But, because that was also bulletin boards. That was where that was grew there too. But the other was that we we started getting our information there, so we started being able to look up things. Right? Who's so putting this Alta information Vista. out there too at the beginning of it? Anybody could, or only computer anybody. people? No, anybody. Anyone can so just put what, out information. What they did. So the search engines, uh, Google became the biggest search engine, right. one of the biggest. But we had Yahoo and AOL, and before all that. Um, we had Alta Vista. We had oh, Ask Jeeves. Oh, I forgot about had, Ask Jeeves. You know, I used to use Ask Jeeves. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Which little, just little shows you here, that you know. this transformation is not taking that long. It has not. I was, it, I'm 31. I was using fast. Ask Jeeves. Yeah, that's crazy. And now Google so there, there has swallowed all everything. Yeah, Google. Google is my. I don't use Bing. I don't like the Microsoft. I don't. <laughs> I don't dislike Microsoft. I use Windows, but Bing's only trying. because only because I know how to manipulate Windows. I don't want to. Apple is Bing owned by Microsoft? I think so. I, I think know. so too. I would think so. Because my Microsoft here, 
Bing is like the default. Yeah, I changed that as soon as I of course into Google. Yeah, Thank I, you. I do my own thing. So I have Firefox. I have Chrome. Mm-hmm. I use Google Chrome um, because I like the way that it does. And it still has memory leaks and it still sucks up memory. And you know, every every few days you got to close the windows out and you know drop the whole drop all of them and let the memory. Were come you back putting to you. anything on the internet back in the day? Officially, no. <laughs> not not really. <laughs> Pause. Um, I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. Officially, no. Yeah, that was not me. Pictures are a lie. Um, but you were browsing the internet and, yeah, and well, figuring it out. So we were we were using. So it, by the time the late '90s got here, mm-hmm. um, we were basically using the internet to for information. Our, well, for information, so we, right. I could go look up. You know, how do I set up Net Gateway on an AIX server? Was right? the information pretty basically reserved to computer answers on how to use the internet or how to use the computer, or were you being able to find more info? It was anything. So the, the not as deep as it is now. So where I can go, Google, Google now, and then the how other search for they would they crawl the web. So they literally just crawl through the addresses and see what's there. Um, we did that one day as an example. We were basically we logged into a server using an Oracle server, the database on a laptop mm-hmm. with a with a dial up connection mm-hmm. to the internet, and we got access to a particular university's. A server at the university. Really, and so we. This just is you and a buddy. Yeah, we're doing the demo. We're doing a demonstration of security uh-huh. and lack thereof. In oh, so you many were places. working. We, yeah, we were doing. You were showing a, a company. Okay, we were giving a presentation to the users group actually. Okay, um, so you hacked a university. Well, it wasn't that hard. I mean, you just put in the address, uh-huh. and it gives you back. So you put in the address. There's a, there's a function inside the Oracle database that will give you back the name of the server. But not just any average Joe so you, is going to be able to you do give that. It, you give it the, ad- the IP address, uh-huh. you know, or you give it the name, you know, www.universitynameedu, and you hit that, and you get back an IP address. Uh-huh. Okay, so you start walking the IP addresses and asking it to reverse and give you the name of the different IP addresses. So not average Joe is not found, doing we this. We found their eight. Kevin Smith is doing this, but average well, Tom not, down the street is not doing this. I don't normally do this either. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hacker. I'm no, but I mean back in the day, Tom down the road was not doing this. He barely knew what the internet was. Yeah, no, this, you was, were, this, this was only a, a few a couple of years ago that uh-huh. we did this. It was, it was oh, funny. okay, wow. But he had been at this, at this university, and he exposed this thing. So we actually got to... The HR server, the really? production HR server, got the name. We're able to connect to the HR server. Okay. So one of the things that we were pointing out is that they he'd been there six months ago and exposed this that you guys are open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was still open, yeah, you know, six months a year. Were later. you selling software to prevent what you just did? No, we were just, we were oh, okay. educating. It was a, it was an educational seminar to okay. users group. So we were okay. just telling people how to how to do. Did this. you think, hey, we should go sell them some I software to prevent this? I thought it was hilarious. Well, it's, it's not you so much money software. There. It's it's configuration. Oh, okay. So if you don't lock it down, uh-huh. anybody can find it. Well, why would a university lock lock down their stuff? Or are they just unaware? <laughs> because you don't really want somebody poking around your HR records to know how much the dean makes. Yeah, so they should lock it down. Or how much Professor Smith is being paid. So they should lock it down. Yeah, you should absolutely lock it down. Then why didn't they? Or is it just a... Because they buy this million-dollar firewall. This this is anybody, any company. Okay. And they go, oh, we've got this million-dollar firewall. We're, we're protected. Because it costs well, so much, you, it must do everything. if you do don't configure it and tell it what not to do, mm. it's open. So the assumption is it costs a bunch of you, money, so it should rules. do everything. So that's where that's where they're supposed to hire us to come in and actually help them write right. the rules. So just lapse of judgment by somebody. Yeah. Absolutely, and you ca- could have capitalized on that. Well, and we do periodically. I mean, we, that's part of what we do. So, he, he, uh, my buddy did this. You uh, find chinks in the armor, and then go to the person wearing the armor. Shout out to Mr. Morgan. Um, Shout out to Mr. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan's Library.org. 
He's a, he's a badass Oracle guy. Okay. Um, and a good friend. But anyway, so he actually went to this company and, and did a, a security audit for this company. And so he said, okay, so here's what I want you to do. Give me just whatever a normal contractor would get okay. as an ID and password and access. Right? Uh-huh. So whatever role you would normally give, you know, you know, junior programmer coming in to work at your company, give me that access. And that's very basic. Very basic. Just, you know, minimal access. Within a half hour, he had found a server with the password for the HR system, mm-hmm. logged into the production HR system, found out how much the CIO made, called him up on the phone and said, hey, I've got good news and bad news. Oh my the good news is you're getting a great retirement package. The bad news is I've taken over your position now. Oh, wow. And I'm the new CIO. He goes, if you'd like to come down here and find out what I've done, I'll show you. Did he do it? Did he? Did he, he come didn't down? actually do that, but he came down and he said, "Look, I'm in your HR system. Right. Here's how much you make. You guys need to do something about he this." He goes, "Well, you need to fix this." He goes, "I've got just this access here, but I was able to find, and all I did was basically do a file search for contents that had PW in it for password." Wow. And it was a list of passwords. Very basic. Yeah, but so, if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're doing. Right, and and again, it's it's not that they were intentionally being bad or, no. or benevolent, or and he they certainly didn't wasn't know. either. It was showing you what you've now, done. Now, did was he able to? Sell a service back. He already had. That's why he was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was already okay. there as a consultant. Oh, he was already hired to consult. He was there. So as a that consultant. was one of the chinks in the armor he found. Correct. And that was in less than thirty minutes. That's crazy. And this was not that long ago. This was uh, I don't know a couple of years ago. Because we just assume that you know everything's safe and <laughs> you know only professional hackers can do this stuff. Assume only makes it ass out of you and mm, me. Classic. Classic. Yes. So the reality is that, so if you, if you pay attention, mm-hmm. so I have this thing that one of the benefits that we have the company that we pay for, but we have access to is a thing called ID Watchdog. Okay. All it does is just watches for my social security number, my name, my email accounts, whatever, and tells for me. For cybersecurity right. purposes. And it, and it also, it also lets me know, and I get a notice almost daily of a breach that's happened somewhere. Really? Yeah. And not a major in, breach, but. Could be, could be could half be a million records. Could be five hundred million records. You don't wow! Know. Who, so, who's accessing this or who's breaching the, the, this? Hackers. So hackers? they're they're all so there's you know they're just running massive DDoS attacks. There's all kind of stuff. So one of the things that you'll see, uh, and you know, you, you get phishing emails, yeah. but there's always somebody hacking. So there's actually a firewall on your router, believe it or not. Oh, okay. That's configured into the most stuff, and then you have software on your computer that helps get rid of the rest of it. Um, and companies are the same way, uh-huh. right? So their firewalls are set up so that you can't get through the firewall, but they have to open up some ports. Uh-huh. So you, there's there's rules that for you the write flow of information so that you can get something. Otherwise, you, you, the the safest one is one that's not connected. So in Battlestar Galactica, the thing they never did was they didn't network their computers because the, the Cylons could take it over, right? So that's why they didn't do that. They did it the one time because they were trying to do something, and, and turn sure enough, they tried to get it. Yeah, so they had to reboot the everything, in. disconnect everything, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But that's the reality is that the only safe computer is one that's not turned on. That's a very good but point. You can, but you have, so you have to balance between complete security and reasonable security and accessibility and, then, and figure out when something does come through, how do, you, how do you mitigate that? So that's part of, you know, from a security audit perspective and things like that uh, when you're doing stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's all cool. It's fun. Man. Well, we've talked about a lot. We've got to wrap it up. And all right. Because I could get ready to go. you got to get ready to go. Uh, Last last question. We don't want to go too far into it, but your opinion on w- has the internet been more positive or more negative for humanity? That's a b- b- big question, but 
Uh, this is a big question. You could probably answer it pretty quick. I'll give you the short version. Okay. Some some good, some bad, I think, is a balance of things. Um, like with any tool, it's how it's used. Okay? So a chainsaw is not bad. But when you go through, you know, a parking lot and start cutting through cars or people, that's bad. Or in the hands of but a five-year-old. Or a five-year-old. Although I've seen some five-year-olds that can handle a chainsaw pretty well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're cutting down trees, it's a great tool to use. But If you're killing people. If you're killing people, it's not. Again, good it's how is, how is the tool used. Right? That's a good So And it does get used to, you know, whether it's revenge porn or, you know, putting somebody's secrets out there, right. you know, or exposing things or exposing the tobacco industry as an example. That's a good thing. Sure. Right? Having, having knowledge available, having information available is not necessarily knowledge. Right. What you take away from that information is what you're you going to get deplo- knowledge. And how it redeployed. And how you use it is what's the important part. So how do you use it? How do you do with it? What do you use it for? Um, so like I said, you know, the internet is not a bad thing in of itself. Right. Um, and there are some, there are many great things on there. There's ways to communicate with people. Um, whether it's, you know, PETA helping animals or vegans looking for recipes, um, or searching people for, just looking for basic well, knowledge, you know, information, like, you know, learning, looking for, you know, how do I, how do I get to the restaurant? Right. You know, right. how do I get, that's a very good to use. the airport. How do I get to the rental car place? Right. That's a very good right. use. You know, can I take this road here? Oh, there's an accident up ahead. Well, that's good information. That's super cool. You know, so it, how it's being used, there's some really cool stuff that's going on. Right. And there's some really neat things. Um, I th- think Facebook is one of them, in my opinion. <laughs> Again, that's <laughs> also just that's how my it's personal used. Opinion. Again, right. And that's how it's used. Right. And how they use it. So, right. th- and what they, do, what they can do with it because it becomes so strong, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, whether these things, they become almost a utility, which is where... so. The government runs the utilities typically because they are a monopoly. That's why they're a monopoly because they're the only ones there. So the power company, you don't typically have a choice of power companies. You can move if you want a different power company. So whether you're in Withlahatchikuchi, which is the power company north of me, or Tico, which is in Tampa, um, you know, or they don't have a lot F- of choices. FPNL, which we call Florida. There's Flicker not and Flash. Facebook one, two, five, and seven. It's Facebook or not Facebook. Right. Yeah, or it was MySpace before that. I or think. not MySpace. Like, there's know. no... No, so... Uh, not there, a lot there are other, There are other things that do the same thing. Like, for instance, I use LinkedIn mm-hmm. as an example. I'm on LinkedIn, too, I now. Know, where you are. I'm a... Man, LinkedIn is where it's at right now. Well, and it, it has been. It's a... It's it's not a social... It's not a social tool like Facebook is, or a social environment. It's a networking tool. Yeah. And it's it, that's what it's for. Now, they've expanded it a lot. And to where it is things. now used more socially. Right. And, they, and there's, you know, But it's very business-centric. It's more, it's, it's designed to be more business-centric, but it is expanding a bit too. Right. But it's still, you know, you get one profile pic and then you can you can post a story on the things that people can see. You can connect to the people. You can message people it on it. It hasn't gone full Facebook. <laughs> no, and that and I hope that it doesn't. Um, that's the only place that I go as far as that goes. And I, you know, I don't know, about 1,500 or whatever, 1,800 connections, I guess, maybe. But I've been on I've been on Facebook for I don't know, LinkedIn. twenty years. I'm oh, sorry, LinkedIn. <laughs> twenty years? LinkedIn's been know. around that long? I, I don't know how long it's been around. I've been on there for most most of that time since it came about. Yeah. So you know, early early, I'm probably still a Sybase back in the back in the day when I was first got on it. So yeah. So before nine eleven and stuff, that it, it had begun to really begin to proliferate a lot. So it, but it, it's 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 worldwide. So it allows people in. Kazakhstan or in India or Pakistan or Asia or Australia to be able to communicate. So, you know, it's like I can, I can log on and, and find a company, 
in China and order a product from them and have it shipped without ever talking to anybody. Right. You know, I can pay across it, you know, whatever. So, so that's a good, I think I like your answer. <clears throat> it is a tool like anything. If used properly, it can be good. If used poorly, the, ne- the effect can be bad. Yeah, the or it can, or it can be non-existent. It's like, you know, marketing is something that every company should be doing some kind of marketing. And a web presence is part of that. Right. So I built our web sites for, the, for one of my companies um, at the request of my partner because um, he built the first couple and they were... Not so good. Not so good. And he came to me. We all have different talents. Well, that's how he came. I said, he came to me. I said, I need your help with the website. I said, well, I don't do websites, Joe. He goes, no, you're an IT guy. I need your help with the website. Everyone assumes that IT Joe, people do everything don't on, do the, websites. on the computer. Goes, and and I need your help with the website. I went, fine. What are we doing? So he told me. So I, so I built the first three. And finally, after the, after the third one I built for him, um, I went to him. I said, Joseph, go hire a bloody website developer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pay the 2000 or 4000 or whatever the number is. And have a professional go do this that knows what they're doing. I said I've taken this as far as I can go. Yeah, because I don't I don't do websites. I mean I've done some and I, I know basically about it. I've debugged. If it's not them. your thing, it's not your thing. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you want to do it. It's like Java. I taught Java in 1996. But you don't want to do it. I didn't want to do it then, but I could teach it. Sure. You know, those I can teach, teach people <laughs> how to run a Taco Bell, but I don't want to work at Taco Bell. That yes. Concept. Well, you did it. You did it. You did a good job running Taco Bell when you were there. I did a great job. It was fun, especially when we came in and ordered the tacos with you know no meat, no lettuce, <laughs> and no cheese. That was quite fun. Just give me the shell. <laughs> well, all right. Anyways, thanks for coming on. Absolutely, it's brother. been it a pleasure. pleasure. It's always a pleasure awesome. talking to you. I hope you Thank come you for this. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I hope I've you come back before. soon and we can do it again. Yeah, as my, and uh, hopefully at some point here I'll be mobile and then I'll come down there and we'll do it down there and maybe Absolutely. get Christian on it. Lock and load. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. You know what? We can all dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll probably she'd probably she'd do hop that. on, huh? She probably would do that for you. Yeah. yeah, she'd do it. She's one of the smartest people I have ever met. I she's a good conversationalist. Yeah, she 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 has a lot her. of lot of uh, insight into things. Right. And uh, yeah, we've been married for thirty one years. Congratulations to you. Yeah. That's a that's a rare. She hasn't had shot me yet. Missed twice. Two warning shots. <laughs> she said she wasn't aiming at me. She hits what she aims at, and I have to agree. She's a very good shot. So it's all good. Well, with that, then we'll sign off. All right. Thanks for coming on, man. All right, love you, brother. All right. Ciao. We'll be back next time with more truth from inside the mirror. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to this podcast. I hope it's helpful for you. If it is helpful for you, and if it isn't helpful for you and you hate it, either way, please do me a favor. Click one through five stars wherever you're listening. Leave me a review and give me some feedback so I can make this the best podcast possible for you. Thank you so much.